0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 20th, 1921, part 1, pages 305 through 307. March 20th, 1921, part 1. I celebrated this main mass at the cathedral. It is Palm Sunday. As I was leaving the church, I could see some ladies urging the women who were coming out to attend a political meeting. Then I saw a group of people, mostly women, but a good number of men as well, gathered in front of the cathedral. One of the men had climbed onto a monument and was addressing and organizing the gathering. The crowd was not very large. It turned out that this was a meeting of women protesting against Colonel Chardinier for not allowing the women to vote during the plebiscite. The meeting did not appear very successful. During the afternoon services at the cathedral, I preached on the Passion of Jesus. The cathedral was full of people, just as it had been during all the sermons on the Passion. The people must like these sermons. It seems that this is what they want to hear since they have had enough sermons on political and ethnic topics. Whoever wants politics can go to a political meeting. The people are happy to get a respite in church, at least to hear the Word of God, to calm down and turn inward, to meditate on their eternal salvation. Major Usquiano uh, came at seven in the evening and brought Monsignor Ratti's letter. I spoke with him for more than an hour. It turned out that he had discussed my pos- position here and the situation in the diocese with Monsignor Ratti. I learned a few things from Monsignor- Mr. Usquiano. The index are conducting a campaign against me on all fronts. Mr. Shimon Majerstovich, a landowner from Panovicius had approached Usquiano to ask his help in removing me from Vilnius through the Spanish embassy at the Vatican. Naturally, Usquiano did not agree to this. Mr. Mishtovic had also gone to Warsaw several times to see the Nuncio. He is also preparing to go to Rome. I responded, then he is my friend, and what he is doing is really for my good, I was very reluctant to come to Vilnius. I did what I could not to be appointed here, but my efforts were unsuccessful. I came because the Holy Father ordered and pressed me to do so, and I will gladly leave as soon as the Holy Father gives the word. Usquiano affirmed. I know that this is true. Archbishop Ratti told me about it. Sir, I went on, kindly ask those who are carrying on this campaign against me. To point out the facts and instances where I have been at fault, it would be very useful for me to know this. He replied, they are criticizing you because there is no Polish auxiliary bishop as yet. But that is not my fault, I explained. I have made every effort to have one appointed. However, I learned from Monsignorati that Rome is determined not to appoint any auxiliaries here while the fate of these lands has not yet been finally decided, and I am in full agreement. Perhaps it may be necessary, and it probably will, to divide the diocese. Monsignor Ratti told me that if an auxiliary is appointed for the Poles, then there should be one for the Belarusians as well. But this is not possible as yet. The fact is that it is not yet clear whether under these conditions it is really necessary to appoint a Belarusian suffragan. Only time will tell. In this entry, at the beginning of it anyway, Blessed George writes of political gatherings in the square in front of Vilnius Cathedral after Mass on Palm Sunday. Blessed George preached on Christ's Passion that afternoon in the cathedral. There was a large crowd and the people were happy to come and to contemplate spiritual things as a respite from the constant political infighting. Blessed George met with the representative of the League of Nations who brought him a letter from the Papal Nuncio in Warsaw, the future Pope Pius XI. By the way, this uh, future Pope was like Pope John Paul II. Uh, He had three doctorates and he was also a mountain climber in his spare time. From Major Usquiano, Blessed George learned many things. The National Democratic Political Party was conducting a campaign against him on many fronts. Um, Blessed George, in fact, would not be upset, he said, to have to leave the office of the Bishop of Vilnius if he was forced out. He had never wanted it, and he had encountered nothing but suffering from the beginning. The Papal Nuncio was also well aware of the predicament of Blessed George in Vilnius. He had enemies on every side. They discussed one accusation against him that he didn't yet have a Polish auxiliary bishop, but he stated that that was out of his control. The Vatican did not want to appoint one until the fate of that land was decided politically. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, Grant me the grace, and here mention your intention. For which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org journal. That's thedivinemercy.org journal. Blessed George, pray for us.